Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Live here from Stonehaven Dental, uh, their Lehigh location. Uh, right here in the parking lot of uh, Costco, basically. You can call them, make an appointment. Uh, they're doing great stuff for new patients today, 801-855-0555. Or there's a Stonehaven Dental location near you. There's They've got some uh, all along the Wasatch front, so check them out. They're doing some uh, some really great stuff right now. Gordo, should we get into uh, the coaches? Uh, had uh, uh, spoke to the media today, both Kalani Satake and Kyle Whittingham. We thought we'd go through a few of these comments. Uh, you ready to roll? Yeah, let's go. All right, let's start with uh, Coach Satake. Um, uh, he talked about uh, emotions after the big win over Houston. Proud of our team, proud of our players. And, um, you know, we we knew that Houston would have a great game plan, would make a lot of adjustments from game one to game two. And and uh, I think I think they gave, they gave their best shot and they, they showed, I mean, they had a lead on us. And just proud of our players and the, the uh, just the way that they were able to respond to adversity, you know. And so that we, we got caught in, in some things and, and – and, the momentum was taken. It's weird because we got we got the momentum early, and then it starts slipping away, and then we had to regroup and get back at in, at halftime and and get on the side, you know, on, on, in the locker room and talk things over, collaborated with our players and, and talked it over with our staff. Came up with a, I thought would be a great game plan on defense and offense and special teams, and then went out uh, looking forward to you know doing whatever we can in the next thirty minutes to to gain a victory. But I love the way our our, our team feels right now, and I, I feel. Our offense is clicking. You just got to give them time, and sometimes it takes takes a little while for it to get going. But those guys can score points, and defensively, you know, we we did, we did some things differently in scheme wise that I think we're going to have to go to and and um, be a little bit more aggressive in a lot of different ways. So, uh, obviously, being aggressive was the key, and you know, on onside's kick, going for it on on third down and fourth down often is or going for it on fourth down is uh, I think it sets a mindset for our players that we we want to go and grab the win and uh, basically take the initiative and make things happen. So just proud that we were able to get the win. Obviously you need some things to get fixed between now and next week and looking forward to getting that done. Well, uh, Jake, that's about as close to a confession that yes, he did step in and impose his will on the defensive side of the ball a little bit. Right. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I I came away with that feeling, I suppose. But of co- but of course he does. You'd think, like uh, like Nick Saban, who's the defensive guy, doesn't have some influence over what the Crimson Tide are doing on D. Oh. Yep, uh, Kalani's an aggressive guy, and he wants uh, both offense and defense to be aggressive. And that uh, that standard uh, set that uh, that BYU uses at times, I think, is frustrating to him. I, I could see that, but also that standard set worked really well against some other teams. So I guess you got to pick your spots, huh? Right. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's, you know, individual game plans. Um, Jay Hill was talking about this when he jumped on with Hans and, and Scotty last week, and he said, listen, the game plans change 
from game to game. I mean, if you're just using the exact same game plan against every team, you're not doing it right. But so, there are a lot of defenses that you see that are fairly standardized week in and week out. But you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah. I mean, you've got to make some tweaks. And then BYU did. You, you saw what happened. I mean, uh, they were absolutely – Houston absolutely shut out in the fourth quarter. And BYU with the 29 unanswered points. Uh, that And that uh, that was what he was talking about there as well, that, that BYU was aggressive and that they were tough in the mind and that they did not shrink away – when they fell behind by 12 points, they fired forward and uh, played their best football of the game. Yeah, and I think uh, mid-game adjustments, I think, are really, really important, and some coaches are better at them than others. I, You know, Bronco Mendenhall was a heck of a coach, but what I thought one of his flaws was was he was not terrific mid-game adjusting if the game plan they took going in uh, was not particularly effective. I think mm-hmm. Kalani has proven that he's – well, at least he was over the weekend pretty good at that, right? There's another thing I think at play here. I, I I think players love it when their head coach does step into the fray and and say, hey, we're not going to let this happen. And uh, I don't know exactly what the dynamic is there between uh, Tuiaki and, and Sataki. I, I, I don't know. I imagine they, they work closely together, but if I'm a player and I see that uh, uh, I'm having trouble slowing down Houston's attack and that quarterback is tearing tearing our team apart uh, by f- finding the open windows and my coach steps up in the, in, at halftime and says, fellas, we're going to do this differently and we're going to make this work if you're willing to do it. And uh, that, that, would, that would excite me as a player. I would be fired up about that. And just like I'd be fired up when the coach says, ah, it's fourth and short, we're going for it. Let's go. You know, even if it doesn't work, it sends a message to the players like my head coach, my coach cares about winning this game. I better care, too. Uh, here's Coach Satake talking about what went into the onside kick decision. Ed Lamb's a great coach and he runs our special teams and. Uh, you know, you look at the things that we're able to do uh, against a, a really, really good dynamic team like uh, the return team like like Houston, and we were able to pin them, pin them back and, and get some stops on kickoffs and just be disruptive. And, and I think Ed saw something and Jake Oldroyd liked it a lot. And, you know, me, I was like, y- y- you're going to get the green light. So uh, they wanted to do it, and we thought it was a good time. I, I don't know if it worked. I mean, I don't think that drive did anything, right? But we were able to pin them deep a little bit. Um, but more than anything, it's the mindset that our team has to have. We, we focus on trying to be bold and trying to do things that that, that kind of – we want to have that mi- that mindset, that mentality of being bold and aggressive and swinging for the fences. Different sport, but you know what I mean. Just, just that's, that's what I want to do, and I want to establish that and – it didn't surprise our players when we called it. They obviously didn't. They were expecting it, and you know I'm glad that we were able to do things like that. Just like, I mean, it's like the game plan that we had all together as a great team win. <laughs> but the mindset would be aggressive. There, he addressed exactly what I, yep, my suspicion was. And the only time I can tell him that it might not be a great idea is, uh, you know, like having your punter run out of your own end zone. 
like what happened against Boise that year. The Johnny Linehan, yeah. What, what, what was the down? Yeah, it was fourth and what on that one? 19. And they were on the three. Was it 19? It was the that 19? close, yeah. And our boy Johnny. <laughs> did, did we? Uh, our boy Johnny called his own number on that one, right? He did. Did we ever yeah. get to the bottom of that? Yeah. I, so uh, Kalani got blamed for that? <laughs> I don't know if he took the blame or not, but there's no way that a coach called that, right? You fourth know what? They'll never expect <laughs> I'm Ever. Fake it. 109 yard dash by the punter. <laughs> oh, man. But I, I do think the players like it, Jake. Wouldn't you like it? I, I mean, I wouldn't want it just as careless decisions that are just dumb. But I don't think you can classify an onside kick like that that the other team is not expecting as, as, as being dumb. Now, and, and sometimes, like when they went for it on fourth uh, fourth and one or fourth and two, whatever it was, what was it, from their own, th- their own three yard, from from uh, Houston's th- three yard line, that was a bad play call, but it wasn't a bad situational decision, I don't think. And it didn't work, but just because something doesn't work doesn't mean it's not a good idea. That's the message he wants to send his guys time and time again. The only real time I would uh, endorse an onside kick is when you're up 40 and uh, want the ball back <laughs> after halftime. And you're playing against Wyoming? And you're playing against Wyoming, and, and Cowboy Joe Glenn <laughs> had the, the, the audacity to say that he thought his team had a chance at a pep rally of all places. See, that was that was, that was a different – iteration of Kyle Whittingham I think he has he has grown up and changed and matured and I don't think he would do that again I hope not I hope he hasn't matured I thought that was hilarious <laughs> didn't Cowboy Joe flipped, flipped him, him off. off yeah flipped him off I was on the sideline for that game that uh, that was funny I hope he'd do it again I he would he there's no way there's no way that he would do that Joe Glenn said, what, at a pep rally? That's it. <laughs> Kicks an onside kick. What was the score? They were up, they were up something. I don't know if it was 40, but they, what were they, they were up big. They were well, up a lot. Yeah. Yeah. A whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> onside kick after halftime. <laughs> nope. Incredible, incredible moment. Uh, okay, moving on. Um, here's Coach uh, Kalani talking about uh, the chemistry between Zach Wilson and Dax Milne. Those guys have known each other since they're kids. So, you know, I, th- I think uh, they're just used to being around each other. And then in the off season, you look at Zach as a leader, getting the, the team together to throw the ball. I mean, that's that's you already know the things that he's going to do individually to, to, to make himself better. But it's the leadership that I like from from him and other players on our team being able to get their guys to get out there and, and do some work. Um, you can see that there's a connection, there's a rhythm that they have with each other. But that's with with um, with Zach and, and all the receivers. And then you look at our, our quarterback position; they have this connection with their with the players that uh, I think it's they, they just have a great mindset on where the ball is going to be. So uh, it's the hard work from our coaches, but definitely from our players to able to have that connection. It's huge, and, and you have to give a lot of credit to the players being able to work around each other and, and be around each other often. Do you think that's true? Do you think that Dax Milne knows where the ball is going to be? I mean, oh, that yeah. seems... I think there's, there's some truth to the relationship. Oh, yeah, I think there's some truth to the relationship. 
Yeah, but how would you know whether I mean, okay, take for instance the touchdown pass that Zach Wilson threw with three minutes left in the game. I think that's what it was. That thing, well, obviously on that play, Dax Milne didn't have to do anything but just reach his hands out and just cradle the ball. It was, it was perfect. But the 78-yard pass, it was kind of, it was, it wasn't really back shoulder, but it was behind him a little bit. He didn't know the ball was going to be there. So, I, I'm surprised where where uh, this is where the direction is, uh, of the conversation is going because well, that's just one part of what he said. A quarterback-receiver relationship, of, of, of course, the longer they'd know, the more familiar they'd be. Zach knows where Dax likes to receive passes. And Dax knows how, you know, the velocity that's coming and where particular throws uh, Zach Wilson likes to go. I'll, I'll, I'll give you an overly simplified basketball example. I thought an issue that, uh, that Mike Conley had at the beginning of the year was he hadn't played with Rudy before and didn't know where Rudy likes to get his passes on the pick and roll. That's something that they had to develop as they created a, created a relationship you know, I I still am astonished about how many players still try to throw Rudy Gobert a bounce pass because it just doesn't end well. But you know, that's something that you've got to kind of figure out while you play together, right? Where so this, what do you what do you think a quarter, Do you think a quarterback says I better not lead him or else he won't haul it in? I, I I it's it's one thing to deliver a proper pass on a basketball court. I think it's something different when you're throwing the ball forty yards down the field. Well, I think if you've got an accurate quarterback, I think it's very much the same. You, I, I just don't think a quarterback can be that accurate, can he? Well, I think it can be pretty darn accurate when they drop it Maybe. into the bread basket from 40 away. I mean, they meant to well, do that. Well, I mean, yeah, but no no receiver's <laughs> going to complain they're, about that. They're doing that intentionally. Uh, how so, much so, so I mean, Zach Wilson can't sit there and go, okay, I know that Dax likes to have a perfectly thrown ball, so I'm going to throw him a perfect ball. I mean, you know. I mean. Well, how about how about like uh, like a receiver like uh, Kenneth Scott jumps to mind for for some reason from Utah, where he was tall, athletic, and could jump. So if you're gonna if you're gonna miss miss high when throwing to Kenneth Scott, you know, because yeah, that yeah, that's still gives point. him an opportunity to to go up and get the pass. I I think all those nuances. Uh, the the more you develop a relationship, the better that stuff gets. Uh, let's real quick. We got We've got to get to some other bites here, uh, Gordon. Let's uh, wrap up our conversation about BYU with Coach talking about what he thought about Houston's uh, antics between whistles. I was proud of our guys. You know, we try to play the game of sportsmanship and class as much as possible. And we know that, um, you know, even if we try to help people out, they may not want it. And just want our guys to just make sure that they play smart football. We're there to play a game, not to get in a fight. And it just shows a lot of self-discipline for our guys. So that, that's, that's a key. <laughs> we got we got a lot of things to, to, to fix. And but that, I'm just glad our players have a great mindset to play the game and, and honor the game by not – getting involved with all the other stuff. So, yeah, it's unfortunate that sometimes, you know, guys will do things that, that are that I know is not a representation of them, meaning Houston, whether spitting in someone's face or things like that, but just proud of our players and their response. You know, they, they didn't, it didn't get um, the reaction. I mean, even the headbutt on, on Micah was something that Micah just – you saw just kind of pushed off. So, I, I like the way our guys' mindset are. They want to play the game. They want to – be aggressive. They want to be physical, but I think altogether uh, it was a good game. And like the performance, I, I just like the, the the mindset of our boys. Jake, we haven't talked about that uh, 
at all. But I'm telling you right now, if somebody spits in your face and you have the strength to turn away from that, then I got to tip my cap to you. Because yeah, that's, that's, that's tough. That's about, especially in this day and age, that's about as bad as it can get. And I, I, I mean, that is totally classless. I don't care what's going on back and forth to do that. No way. Not now. Yeah, because the, the alternative is just not good. I mean, what happened at uh, the, the Miami Beach Brawl or whatever mm-hmm. uh, years ago? What was it? Memphis BYU. I mean, that, that stuff is just unacceptable. I, I, you know, as, as bad as the other side's behavior is you just can't take the bait. I, I can see why Coach Sataki is, is proud of his team for that. But to walk away after someone spits at you? Oh, tough. man. Good for him. That would be. Uh, honestly, good for him. Do we know who was the player who got spit at? I, I forget who it was. Anyway. Oh, man, I'm, seeing, I'm visualizing it and seeing the number. He, he, anyway. he deserves a pat on the back and high praise because that would be very difficult to do. All right, let's move on to uh, some clips from uh, Coach Witt here, who also talked to the media today. Um, here's uh, his question and answer about the quarterback race right now. Hey, good morning, Kyle. Good morning. Uh, Saturday, you said that you that you would be down to uh, two quarterbacks starting today. Are you able to say who the two quarterbacks are? No, we're not going to make any uh, definitive announcement on that, uh, even with the starter, until uh, game week. And so... And how far into game week is, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that. It may be, maybe Monday of game week, maybe Wednesday or Thursday. We'll just keep that to ourselves because there's really no reason to tip your hand. None at all. It doesn't doesn't make any sense. doesn't provide us any advantage. And so uh, that's how we'll handle that. Yeah, Kyle, in choosing a quarterback, how much weight do you put on the scrimmages versus the daily practices? Well, the live work always carries more weight with everybody. And that's uh, just how it is. When bullets are live, there's – you get a better and clearer picture of exactly where you are, but uh, everything matters. I'm not trying to discount the the regular day-to-day practice uh, uh, situations that aren't live because they, they factor in as well, but uh, it's weighted more heavily with the live work, and, and again, that goes for every position. So the fact that no one was allowed to see anything that happened in live action, nobody knows. Yeah, Witt's loving that, by the way. Well, you you heard him say what he said. We're, he said not going to tip until it could be Thursday or of the of game week. That's that's pretty crazy. <laughs> yep. But you think but, he tipped his uh, tipped his hand when uh, when uh, Jake Bentley showed up on the first day? Correct. But you're, you you know you can keep buying it. I'm sure it's a close race. You know what's going to happen, uh, Jake? You're going to end up being right, and then you're going to say, "See, I was right." But you I know. might, you you might have been, <laughs> even even if the selection is Jake Bentley, you still could have been wrong in your assumption that it was decided early on. I doubt it, <laughs> because you always doubt it when you're wrong. <laughs> I doubt it, but but you can you can think that sure it's fine. It doesn't hurt my feelings. It's all right. I you know okay. So the team is going to know. The team's going to know. They already know. 
You think they already know? Well, maybe not uh, Cam Rising. <laughs> Everybody but Cam. Well, they voted. They voted Bentley captain. But Kyle said that didn't. That has no effect. Of course, he says that. <laughs> Of course he does. You are such a cynic, man. I think I'm somewhat skeptical, but you are a cynic. You are not skeptical. You're not in this case. Buying in hook, line, and seeker. Well, I'm just hoping that's the way it is because I don't want a guy making a decision the day that somebody gets recruited. Well, then that guy wouldn't have come here. You got to recruit, okay. Gordon. You got to get people to come play for your team. I think that tears tears the heart out of the rest of your team if you do that. Well, it may tear the heart out of Cam Rising. I would have been bummed when I saw that news. <laughs> All right, coming for up those, next. For those of you who didn't hear that, Jake thinks that because Jake Bentley came uh, as a graduate transfer to Utah, he thinks on the day that happened that Andy Ludwig had decided that Jake Bentley would be the starter. Basically, I prefer yeah. – I prefer to believe that, yeah, they were they welcomed him in, but they didn't give him the job. And, and I prefer the competition. So I, I that's, prefer that's our to, divide. To, I prefer to think clouds are just giant peeps in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> then reality sets in. Uh, all right. <laughs> we're live here. Peeps. What a what a what a. What a terrible candy. It uh, is. Lin- I don't like Lin- it either. <laughs> Lindsay jumping on with us once again. Uh, and if uh, if you overdo it on peeps, you might need to see the dentist. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> How about that for a transition? Uh, no, a lot, a lot of uh, folks out there um, maybe looking uh, for a dentist. Maybe they haven't been in, in a while. Maybe they're worried about being comfortable. Uh, you've got a great deal going on right now for uh, for new patients. Yeah, we offer the free exam and free actually for all of our new patients. Um, if you're feeling like you have a toothache or you just need a normal cleaning, um, let's get you checked out. Make sure you don't have periodontal disease. We offer nitrous to make you feel more comfortable. And uh, we have a few doctors here at our Lehigh location. But if there's not one that you like, we have another that will probably do just as good. You know, you mentioned the word the comfort thing. Uh, you know, yeah. some people are uncomfortable with the dentist. And it, you guys really go to great effort to make sure people feel, feel yeah, comfortable. Yeah, it's definitely not a comfortable place to be. Nobody really wants to go to the dentist, obviously. Uh, usually mainly when you're in pain. But we do offer nitrous that kind of helps and relax. Uh, we also offer sedation, um, so that's an option as well. All right, so uh, the, the location here in Lehigh, if you want to uh, come here, I would suggest you do. 801-855-0555. Uh, call that number, 801-855-0555. But as Lindsay mentioned, they've got uh, locations all up and down the Wasatch Front, so uh, just uh, Google or look up Stonehaven Dental. Thank you very much, Lindsay. Thank you. All right, we'll have uh, more coming up next. It is a big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. If you missed yesterday's uh, sounds uh, uh, of various uh, clips, then you won't know exactly what we're talking about right now. But that is definitely appointment radio, isn't it? Show Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. It's time for Drop of the Day, also known as Sounds of Various Clips. Uh, I am live today from uh, Stonehaven Dental uh, out here in Lehigh. 
945 West 500 North right in the Costco parking lot on the on the border of uh, Lehigh and American Fork. You can call and make an appointment 801-855-0555, 801-855-0555. They're doing a lot for new patients right now, so free exam and free x-ray. Take, make sure and take advantage uh, of that. Gordon, we uh, we talked earlier today about the uh, the golf uh, pairing or match or whatever you want to call it where uh, Steph uh, Curry and Peyton Manning are going to take on Phil Mickelson and Charles Barkley. So we talked yes. about the interesting matches that uh, Phil has kind of helped put together recently. And our friend Ute Shasta trailer reminded us uh, of a hilarious exchange between country singer Jake Owen and uh, and Phil Mickelson, or at least uh, Jake Owen talking about it and uh, how he felt ripped off for that uh, match against Tiger. Here's uh, Here's what that sounded like. I did give Phil Mickelson a lot of shit, though, um, at Jordan Spieth's wedding. Jordan got married in November, and Phil was there, and it was the day after he played Tiger. Ooh. And I walked up to him, and I was like, this is a funny story. I said, hey, he didn't, he didn't really know me other than he and I won the Arnold Palmer Award together, uh, the Arnie Award, which they give to like golfers who give back, mm-hmm. Golf Digest does, and we won it together at um, Pebble Beach. So other than that, I don't think he really like knew me or anything. Yeah. But I just I had a few cocktails and uh, <laughs> I saw him across the room and I was like, I gotta go tell this guy what I think. So I walked over oh. to him. I was like, Hey, Phil, you owe me twenty nine ninety nine. And he's like, What? Oh. He's like, He's like, What? And he's kind of he's in the middle of a conversation. So I was like, He's basically kind of looked at me like, Who, who yeah. is this guy? I'm like, Dude, seriously, you owe me twenty nine ninety nine. I was like, For wasting four hours oh, of my life man. with the golf i've ever seen like you you guys are like the best golf you guys hype this whole thing up about this big match you guys couldn't even make three birdies between the two of you Holy i'm like i want my 29.99 back and apologize to me for some <laughs> golf. oh my god and he pulls out a wad out of his out of his thing and he grabs a hundred like a hundred dollar bill he's like uh He's like, yeah, I won 90,000 of these yesterday. He's oh, like, my go, God. He goes, take 100 and go. <laughs> what? Yeah, right to my this face. This can't be real. I swear. Oh, my He did. God. And then, so I was like, so I got real wasted, man, like real hammered at his wedding. Yeah. And the next morning, my girlfriend was like, hey, I don't know if you, know, like, if you have Phil Mickelson's number or not, but the best part was, like, he was avoiding me all night because I was so hammered, just ripping on him. And then at the end, <laughs> at the end of the night... We, I was going back to like the trolley that gets us back to the or shuttle that gets us back to the hotel, and I'm I'm stumbling to this trolley, man. Like that's what you do at weddings. Yeah. You have a good time. Right? Oh yeah. And uh, I'm stumbling to this trolley because my girlfriend's had enough. She's pregnant, you know. She's totally sober. She's just like, let's get you out of here. It's just yeah. terrible. And we get to the trolley. We're waiting, and as we walk up, I'm like halfway, and I look up, and the other two people waiting for the trolley was Phil and Amy. Oh and no! I'm like, Come on. Yeah. We need again. <laughs> he's looking. He's like, oh my god. He's like so pissed. Like he's gonna have to ride yeah. next. So yeah. the next morning, my girlfriend tells me she's like, you were like a big, like you were a total. D-. And I'm thinking, sitting there thinking like. Well, whatever. You know what I mean? I yeah. was just having fun. Good time. Yeah. So fast forward to this year at the Phoenix Open. Now it's been since November that I hadn't seen or talked. And I was worried. Like, I was worried he was going to be pissed. And I find out the first day of the Phoenix Open of the Phoenix Open Pro-Am. The reason I, is I bring this up, you're talking about Kuchar. Yep. Um, I, I got paired with Phil Mickelson in the <laughs> no Pro-Am. Way. Yeah, yeah. And I walked up to the tee box thinking, like, dude, I got to apologize or whatever. And as I'm walking up to the tee box... Uh, Phil looks at me and he's like, Jakey! He's like, oh, this is gonna be fun today. Oh and uh, no he was way. so, co- I was like, listen, man, I'm so sorry. He's like, Jake, seriously? And this is what I, now, this is what I like about Phil even more now is um, 
Phil can be that guy too that you see on TV and think that he's too serious or he's yeah. you know and he gets a bad rap sometimes yeah. on that. But like people think he's phony. He's sometimes. not. He's the funniest, coolest dude in the world. And we played that. I never played with him and played nine holes that day. And then I switched and played with Kucher after. But he told me he's like Jake. I loved that you did that. You weren't even you weren't out of place at all. He's like it was really funny. And he said I wish more people would like give me. He's like because everyone like everyone kind of kisses his ass. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, he's yeah. like I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. My wife maybe not so much. But <laughs> right, he's like, right. he's like, I thought it was funny. That's crazy, <laughs> man. Wow. What a roller coaster. Of a that, was that, a, was. that was a roller coaster. Was yeah. In the was beginning it? of it, I wanted to like crawl out of the studio because I was so like, I can't believe someone would approach someone like that. But like you said, like you just told them how it was. We were all with anybody that, that bought that thing and watched it was like, really? I just spent four hours of my life. I can't believe you had the boss to say that to Phil Mickelson. That's insane. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's amazing. Him going, I got ninety thousand of these. Go, f- yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did, dude. He did. That's such a good line. All right, there you go. That's pretty hilarious. I, I've yeah. heard the same thing about Phil. I don't know if I know anybody who really knows him all that well, but I've heard the same like the rumor about him going through circles that he's really hilarious. He's really funny on Twitter, I think, and he gives out some good pointers uh, yeah. sometimes. But who was it that didn't he roundhouse kick a, a beer off of somebody's head? Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, something along those lines. Yeah, on one of his, I think that was, was that on his Instagram? I think it was on his Instagram. I, I can't remember, but that, that was pretty awesome. Uh, do you do you like it when people are real with you, Gordon, or do you prefer when people uh, kiss your backside all the time? Uh, no, I think honesty is a good way to go. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. I'm Gordon enjoy, I thought you might enjoy it the other way. Well, why, why would you say that? Uh, because you're the great Gordon Monson, you know? Come on, knock it off. What? I no, only what have a... one Porsche. Oh, that was so well timed. Uh, that was that was that, was, that was that was me playing along with you guys. Come on. What are you talking about? How many do you have? Uh, just one, but I, I was just I the was, one exactly. Yeah, but I said it because I knew so. It was a gift to you. <laughs> it was a good one. It was a good gift to me. <laughs> Not only did I say it, but I pronounced Porsche wrong. Correct. I only have I one Porsche. <laughs> that was that was your gift to me, one hundred percent. I I owe you. A, 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 I want to thank you. I have a nice for car. That. <laughs> Boy, I said that ten years ago at least. Oh, it's it was more, more than that. It had to be like fifteen years ago. Yeah. Oh, I might have been even farther back then. I have a nice I, car. I only have one Porsche. <laughs> I'll leave it to Austin. To... What was Austin's incriminating audio from last week? I have pierced nipples. <laughs> that one's amazing, too. It really is. Speaking of incriminating audio, we got to get one for you. Hey, I'm Jake Scott. Yeah, we gotta get you to say something today. Uh, you better come up with Austin, something. Austin, have you have you thought of anything yet? Oh uh, yeah, I've thought of several. <laughs> Since anything Friday particularly afternoon. hurtful? Since Thursday after. When was my incriminating out of you? Yeah. Uh several involving uh hygiene uh habits and such. <laughs> and the lack of. Oh, oh, we're gonna get personal, huh? Uh, you got you went personal. Told you yeah, it changed okay. the world that day. You don't yeah. really have your nipples pierced, though. How is that personal? All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this up to Austin. Whatever, whatever you, you really come, do have bad hygiene. Whatever you come up with, 
goes, and there's nothing Jake can do about it. Well, he might as well make a list of it because I, I'm going to be recording <laughs> one every stinking week. One in four. <laughs> I mean, he's going to have many bites at the apple, so, uh, yeah. Would you want to do double or nothing again? <laughs> Not really. No, in fact. Well, I, sure, I'll do double or nothing again because it's going to be two either way because we have to record uh, for every loss. Remember with that little amendment to the rules? Oh, I thought we were doing the aggregate thing. Oh, then I don't have to record today. Oh, never but mind. I don't think I don't think that's what we decided. I think we decided. Yeah, that's for soccer. Every time. We've been uh, we've been shifting rules around left and right with this game. So, what is our best piece of incriminating audio? Oh, it's still Bowler, hands down. Although Lisa's the, pet the, name for me is Bowler. I don't know if that'll ever be topped. I mean, that is so brilliant. That that's was one so, of our listeners who came up I, with that one. I know, amazing. Amazing. You know what All right. we haven't heard in a while? I love your stories, Gordon. Please tell another. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I haven't heard, heard that one in forever. Heard this yeah. one? We've heard this story a hundred times. Let's move on. <laughs> Parking stalls well, are merely suggestions. Parking stall lines are merely suggestions. That's, That's a good story. I don't think I can top that. The Beatles are worse than Limp Biscuit. The Beatles are worse than Millie Vanilli. The Beatles were worse than the monkeys. All true. Hey, I'm Jake Scott, and I'm the newest Wahoo. I hate amateurism. Pay those college athletes. Ugh. I'd agree with you, Gordon, but then we'd both be right. Magic Ugh. Johnson is pound for pound the best point guard who ever lived. I have pierced nipples. Hi, guys. I got pierced nipples. Hey, guys. <laughs> I got pierced nipples. Hey, guys. I got pierced nipples. <laughs> Woohoo! Pierced nipples. Oh, unbelievable. <sighs> That's all of them. Unbelievable. All right, uh, uh, stay more. tuned. The Beatles are the most overrated band in history. Oh, man, that's a fact. Uh, we'll that have more painful. coming up next. We're we're live from Stonehaven Dental down here in Lehigh. More straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. People smile and tell me I'm the lucky one. And we've just begun. Think I'm going to have a son. He will be like she and me as free as a dove Conceived in love Sun is gonna shine above Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and, and 1280 The Zone uh, We are live from Stonehaven Dental today down here in uh, Lehigh uh, Also close to American Fort uh, 945 West, 500 North. Uh, they take great care of our listeners. Uh, you can call this location, 801-855-0555. Man, you know, Walkins of Messina was a good choice today. If you do say so yourself. Uh, yes. Well, uh, I've been complimenting myself a lot today. So Yeah, you have. Uh, Austin, uh, have you made a decision on what uh, Jake needs to record? Uh, well, I have a few ideas and suggestions, but I've actually decided our listeners are better and more creative and will make it more painful. And so I've uh, enlisted their help. Please, at Austin Horton, at Jake Scott Zone, at Gordon Monson, at Zone Sportsnet on Twitter. Let us know what painful, incriminating audio Jake will record tomorrow to pay for his absolute talentless picks in the NFL Survivor Pool. Oh, no, we're doing it in the last segment today. We're not nope. doing it tomorrow. We're doing should it we, the, uh, the end for of the show today. Days. Should we have him say, uh, I wish I had a Porsche? 
No, because that no one likes anyone that has a Porsche. Porsche. <laughs> you, you missed the point. Porsche. <laughs> it's pronounced Porsche. I only have one Porsche. See? Porsche. It's pretty Porsche. Porsche. It's okay. The only thing worse than someone owning a Porsche is calling it Porsche. That, that's what it's called. How would you like uh, it if people pronounced your name Hurton? I wouldn't care. <laughs> I've been called it's Porsche. Like, name, man. We're just totally ignoring, ignoring the fact that you're wrong. What, did did we or did we not ask the fellas over at uh, Strong Porsche how you say Porsche? And did they not say Porsche? Does it no, or does not, it not sound really pretentious? No, oh, it's that's very. There's very an e on the end in Germany. In German, the e is sounded out. It's good not for the Germans. Silent. Well, and, it's a and, German car, and you got Jakob it's a pretentious Pertl's car. Name, Jakob Pertl's name wrong for years. <laughs> <laughs> It's got nothing to do with it. <laughs> what do you mean it's got nothing to do with it? Any suggestions so far, Austin? No, I told you. I'm waiting. I like the one. I like the one about the something about Mr. Harper. Oh, that Bryce Harper's his favorite baseball player? Oh, so. What a hack that guy is. <laughs> How'd your fills do this year? Better than your uh, your Expos. Yeah, but my Expos won the title as soon as he left. I know, I know, but your right. team sucked this year. It was the worst team in the in the division. But they they we Bryce Harper is better they, than Babe Ruth says Jake. We we still got a ring, Gordo. Bling bling. Yeah, that's you're talking past in the past. Bling bling. Ring. Which was a first for that club, by the way. <sighs> All right. Let's uh, see. The Austin, Phillies were make... 28 and 32, meaning that uh, Bryce couldn't even get them over 500 in a shortened season. Oof. What about all the great players on your team? Oh, they took a year off. What do you want from me? They won they the title. The, they they won the title. They won the World Series. They took the year off. We did it. That's we did beautiful. it. Joseph, we won. We got, <laughs> well, the we Phillies, got there. The Phillies have won multiple titles like uh, 300 years ago this was just last year this was just last season they haven't even technically been they haven't even technically been dethroned yet they're still technically the champions one time still current in your club rating one time one time in your club's sorry history phillies had a a lineup last year that gordon loves the name of and all of a sudden they're the greatest franchise in the history what were what are they called <laughs> that's, not, that's not what i said and that's not what this segment's about the segment is about what jake is going to be made to say we're going to record it at the end of the show that's going to happen we are and if we don't and if we don't do it today we're not doing it that's bull no, no we're doing it right now <laughs> that's that's horse no, yeah. Austin said we're not Austin, doing it right now. That Austin is not what I said. I said we're doing it tomorrow. Oh, that's We're ridiculous. doing it tomorrow? Yeah, we need to get... Doing... Listen, you guys made me record on, like, Wednesday last week. That's not how I remember it. Well, I don't care how you remember it. It's how it happened. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I want to hear Jake of. say, like, I never wash my underwear. <laughs> oh, jeez. Here we go. Well, you know... Or I, I enjoy I... wearing toe rings. They're manly. I told Austin this. I once wore I wore a toe, toe ring for a while. 
So that uh, one won't that work. Happened. That was like, it happened. I was proud like, of that for some I was reason. like 24, <laughs> 25. It was cool. I was a trendsetter. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Wore flip-flops I licked everywhere public I bathroom floors. Uh, well, that's a little far-fetched. Okay. Uh, well, anyway, think about it. And at the end of I'm the show, I'm glad Hans's dog died. Oh, that's just mean. That, that, that is good. That's the one. That's going to get you beat up. Yeah, that one's yeah. going to get me beat up. Then let's let's do that one. Done. Yeah, that one's perfect. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that's so stupid. Yeah. Oh, like that? Perfect. Was his dog run over like that? <laughs> like that? Austin. <laughs> <laughs> That is a that is genius right there. It's like, evil, it. but I hope it breaks his arm. It, it's it's <laughs> totally evil. All right, we're live here at uh, at Stonehaven Dental. Uh, we it's been a great place to hang out today. Eight zero one eight five five zero five 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 for this location here in Lehigh slash American Fork. And uh, joining us now. It's Dr. Nate. I feel so informal calling you Dr. Nate. Is that okay? <laughs> so uh, my dad works here. My brother works here. Ah. So rather than three Dr. Toblers, we just went with first names. So. That makes sense. Yep. Keep it simple. It's very dis- disarming, too. It's very like, hey, it's Dr. Nate. You know, you couldn't, uh, you couldn't not look forward to going to see Dr. Nate, right? <laughs> That's right. See? It's, it's, it's less scary, right? Uh, it is. But, uh, you know, I, we're kind of laughing, but uh, you guys around here do a great job of making – People feel comfortable and and making the uh, trip to the dentist maybe not something you're dreading and uh, and that's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's talk about uh, what you're doing for uh, for new patients because uh, you take great care of our listeners and uh, you're doing a couple things for free right now. Yeah, you'll have to remind me exactly what they are. So the the free exam and the free <laughs> X-ray just for those new patients. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. That's actually a promo we've always run. Awesome. And so free exam, free X-rays for new patients. We want you to come in and and know what's going on with your teeth, and so you know you don't have to worry about paying for that first visit to just to find out what's going on. So okay, this is a super weird question, I know, but do you have a favorite procedure to do? Uh, you know, it it comes and yeah, I mean. Root canals, implants, wisdom teeth, any of those things kind of, well, the fun, no, one, no, the the, fun the, ones for us to do. Yeah, stuff that takes skill. No, well, I get it. I get you know, we do, we do a lot of fillings every day, and so it's, you right. know, it's just, it, that's, that's just kind of the grind, doing what we always do. And it's great to, to take, it's best for patients to take care of decay when it's small. Right. And so I'd prefer to fix your teeth that way with just a little fix here or there or, but, you know, when things get a little bit more involved, it's funner for us. Yeah, we have somebody on on staff uh, who decided that he would sleep uh, every night with fudge in his mouth. <laughs> have you ever met Hans? Uh, That's a legit story. Yeah. So he's very familiar with, with dentists and, and the magic that they work. Yes, the fudge idea. I don't recommend it not for any good. of your listeners. No. A <laughs> fudge mouthpiece? That's not, that's not a real great uh, idea yeah, for, for that. And, and if you can keep a little Coca-Cola in the back of <laughs> the fudge, that would be... <laughs> <laughs> Don't rinse with mouthwash. That's get, right. get a get a nice uh-huh. uh, Coke in there and, yeah. and really swoosh uh-huh. it around. Uh, no, you guys are great, and uh, you also do uh, same day. I mean, if people call, you can get them in. They don't have to wait for months yeah. and, and just take good care of them, right? Yep, yep. We try to keep enough uh, team members and doctors on staff that we can kind of keep keep people, you know, patients coming through. And yeah, it's it, nobody loves mouth pain, and it's just never fun to have to wait to be seen so well dr nate thanks for having us that's really cool it's kind of a family affair down here love that that's right that's awesome well thanks for jumping on with us today yeah you're very welcome thanks all right we'll have more big show coming up next stonehaven dental again the number for this location 801 
855-0555 down here in Lehigh. They do have locations up and down the Wasatch Front, so they'll have one close to you. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Wrapping up a big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. want to say a big hearty thank you uh, to the good folks here at Stonehaven Dental. They are great. We've been down here in Lehigh, uh, just in the parking lot of the Costco uh, parking lot. It's actually on the border of Lehigh and American Fork, 945 West, uh, 500 North. Uh, you can call them, 801-855-0555. Uh, Gordon, today's been an interesting day. Yeah, good show today. Lots going on in the sports world. Obviously, BYU beating Houston and moving up to, what, 11 and 12 in the polls. Uh, Utah State getting ready to play against Boise State this week. And Utah trying to figure out who's going to be their starting quarterback. And uh, Dodgers and Rays in the World Series. I really enjoyed that game. Uh, last night I, that, and I wasn't rooting one way or the other I didn't care but playoff bas- uh, excuse me playoff baseball can be so tense and fun to watch sometimes and I thought that game was had everything you wanted I uh, of course you were rooting it's an LA team that's your what? town no, I was. I don't root. I don't root. I, I had no rooting L-A-K-E-R-S. interest. L a k e r s. Yeah, yeah. You and Buck no. Johnson even owns part of the team. Of course you. Yeah, were but I, I don't. I don't care. I I was never a Lakers fan, and uh, I, I don't care one way. I did the best baseball experience I ever had was at Dodger Stadium uh, for a Dodgers game when I a friend of mine gave me his tickets. And we sat on the front row, put our feet up on the uh, wall that was it was between the dugout and and the screen that starts around to wrap around home plate and a beautiful night and just sat there and watched the action right in front of us. Loved it. But Casey, Casey I, I'm not, I'm, but I'm not a Dodgers fan and, and I really don't care one way or the other. But what a clutch clutch performance that was by Mookie Betts and also uh, by uh, what's his name Bellinger Cody Bellinger you know how I love to root against my friends teams Gordon I am officially on the Rays bandwagon go Devil Rays who who do you which friend is rooting for the Dodger well you no and PK I just throw PK in there too is PK's not a Dodgers fan? Oh yeah, PK loves the Dodgers. He loves the Diamondbacks. He loves the. Uh, he likes the Diamondbacks. He likes the Phillies. And he whoever's uh, winning, PK's with him. Is is on board? Yeah, exactly. I know. I've known PK anyway. for a long time, and he's got the Dodger hat now out of the closet, and uh, he's going to root for the Dodgers. So <laughs> well, he's got, I'm rooting he's got against a hat yours from... and PK's team, and the fact that Buck is a part owner makes it even makes it even sweeter. Go Rays. Well, I, I didn't have a rooting interest, but you're starting to tick me off. But uh, but anyway, we'll all be watching the World Series. Mr. Baseball, do you have a prediction? Uh, yeah, I'm probably going Dodgers in six on this one. Just because? They've got the a deeper bullpen. They've got the hitting to match the Rays hitting. Uh, the Rays bullpen is just a little thinner than the, the Dodgers. But the Rays have more hitting than the Dodgers. I would agree not. with that. But I think the Dodgers could match them, uh, especially given their bullpen support. Hmm. Okay. I, I got Rays in four. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. 
phrase with the sweep. Well, uh, you might but, not you might not be a baseball fan, but check out the World Series. It's always worth watching. Almost always worth watching. Talk to you tomorrow, Gordon. Have a good one. You too. Thanks. It's the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.